Cairo for Moms podcast is a podcast dedicated towards women and children. We will be sharing tips, tricks, and stories from the clinic that may help you navigate your daily life of being a mom, a woman, and all that that entails. If you'd like to catch up on happenings at the clinic, along with highlights of other episodes, you can check out our Instagram, at Cairo for Moms and at Cairo for Kids. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Motherhood Weekly. This episode is going to be fun because we haven't done this yet, but I am joined with Dr. Jesse and Dr. Paige. Hello. Hi. <laughs> um, and we're going to kind of shift gears a little bit. We've been talking a ton about kids, which is amazing, um, but we are going to switch it over to the women and actually talk about C-sections and recovery. So I'm kind of letting them take the show because I'm peds now. (laughs) I mean, really like, I mean, I'm a woman. Yes, but I'm like, this is what you guys see more. Um, so Dr. Jesse and I were just talking a little bit about what we were going to kind of the outline. Um, and I feel like though, even though I am peds, I've been seeing a lot of women lately. And I always ask like, how are you doing mom? Like just to kind of direct the conversation a little bit differently while we're doing creating a sacral. Um, and we've had a lot of C-section recoveries lately too. So I had three this morning. Yeah, that's crazy. And there's been, yeah. it's, I don't know, maybe more I'm noticing or what, but it seems like there's a ton as of late. I would agree with you a thousand percent. And I, I don't know. Two yesterday. Yeah. And I, that usually that's a lot. I mean, if you have, you know, two or three in a week, usually that's a lot. Yes. Um, well, yeah. and one of the things yeah. that we've always talked about too is <clears throat> normalizing birth right. in our country, which we lack, but also like there's a major surgery. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, and I will just, I'm going to put this in here because again, I don't know who's listening, but I've had two C-sections. So, um, we're going to be coming from a few different places with this conversation, but um, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So start off because I feel like my mind has gone from pregnancy to now trying to wrestle a nine month old to actually sleep at night. (laughs) So talk a little bit about what is standard protocol for C-section, like just refresh my memory, like six to eight weeks ish. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And no baths, like things like that. Let the stitches and everything close up. Okay. Okay. So the bath thing is interesting because I've talked to a couple of people about this actually today. And you know, the idea between not is like the bacteria, right? Right. So then, but you guys know us and we talk a lot about Epsom salt. So then is your timeline for a bath different than a timeline for a bath plus Epsom salt? Well, from everything I've heard from the OBs and we, we follow what the OBs say when it comes to things like this, when it comes to the the postpartum recovery surrounding the uterus and the stitches and, you know, anything surrounding a surgery like that. Um, from everything I've heard from patients, it's, it's sitting right in the six to eight week mark, no matter what. Yeah. With or without Epsom salts, like no tub, absolutely not. They just don't want them, like they don't want them doing sits baths after either. No, right. Um, even though they didn't, you know, necessarily, you know, birth vaginally, I do mm-hmm. still think a sits bath would be amazing, but no, yeah. they don't want you in water, sitting water at all. I'd okay. say I, I tend to hear more like eight weeks. Okay. Well, yeah, I know I meant more so like, would you wait longer even with the salt? Like, oh, the salt. interesting. That's more what I, that's more what I, I, that's more I, no, I, I haven't heard anything. That so way. that's our, from the OBs, you know, what they recommend and what we recommend. Yeah. Okay. Kind of the same six to eight. Yeah. So, kind of. okay. So talk to us about the recovery then, like, what are some things from this side of the spectrum on what we can do to help aid that, even if it's not necessarily, even for moms, like own emotional 
well-being too. Yeah. What are some, do you want to take it or do you want to, I mean, I think a belly band is really helpful just to help them feel more secure getting in here postpartum. And it's important to say too, that we know with that recovery time, because we're set up for women's bodies and supporting them through something like a cesarean section, you know, them being in here sooner, if they feel like they need it for their own state of mind, mental health, wellness, Mm -hmm. you know, just getting their body kind of prepared postpartum, they can come here a little sooner, but we do want you to rest. So I'll say that too. When I had, so I had an OB send over one of her uh, post C-section mamas last week and um, she was two weeks out. She'd had twins and um, the OB was very comfortable with her being in here right away. Yeah. Um, it was more about the comfort for the mom getting here with twins with maybe some right. help, right? Yeah, right. Um, which is another thing I'd love to talk about is getting the help and asking for help and yes. not overdoing it because it's major, major abdominal surgery. Um, I have a funny thing. I was talking to Eric about it the other day. Eric's my husband. Um, so I had an appendectomy when I was 17 years old and my appendectomy, they kept me in the hospital for four, maybe five days. And then when I was home, I was kept on bed rest for almost like 10 days. Oh my gosh. Okay. So then, I mean, that's, that's nothing absolutely like trivial compared to a C-section. Yeah. And with my C-section after four days, they sent me home and I was kind of left to take care of a toddler and then a newborn. I mean, of course I had my, my husband to help me, thank goodness. And, and some other family members, but, um, yeah, I think the asking for help, like if you're going to come in here to get care, it's to not be afraid to ask for help. And that might even be calling us and letting us know the situation. We will run out and get your kids in the, we'll get the kids out of the car for you. If you need it, we'll get the door for you. If you need it, we'll move the stroller for you. If you need it, like, we don't want you doing that stuff, but you are welcome to be here very, very soon after Mm -hmm. delivery. Well, and on lines with the helping too, I think a lot of women, because we're so, you know, independent, we don't want to ask for help because we think we can just do it all. And in a lot of the cases we can, but doesn't mean you should, mm-hmm. if you don't have, you know, family, grandma and grandpa, or somebody, maybe a sibling nearby to help you. Like there are resources like postpartum doulas that yes. can come to your home and help you do something as simple as lift your child. You know what I mean? Cause you have gone through that major surgery, mm-hmm. even laundry, like all those things are more difficult in those early stages. And maybe your partner cannot be at home with you because they work and you know, life, life happens. So there are resources available. So don't ever hesitate to reach out to us or somebody else you trust to help you with that as well. Yeah. And one of the moms this morning, when we started talking about it, she had three C-sections with her three babes. She said, my biggest piece of advice is even if you feel good, don't do it (laughs) because you're going to pay for it the next day. And then it's just going to be this vicious cycle of you know, recovery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well and you and I do more damage. Oh, oh, sorry. Maybe doing more damage. Yeah. Too, in the long in the long run, for sure. That's a really good point. Yeah. You know, cause even if you feel like you're a superwoman and you're feeling great one day, well, right. you know, your body has done a major thing for yeah. you and, and it needs to heal. And mm-hmm. the internal layers, there's so many layers that go into a, that type of procedure that you don't really realize those deeper layers, they need more time to heal, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, and that, that kind of brings us or brings me into thinking about, um, kind of the recovery surrounding the things that you use at home. Yes. And please. even pelvic floor, we were kind of talking mm-hmm. about that before we started the podcast. Um, very, very important, even if you've had a C-section, maybe more so to, um, to get in and see a pelvic floor therapist 
because what most women don't realize is that um, when you've had a C-section, most of the time you've actually gone through most of the birthing process. So I did with my first, um, I'd labored for, I don't know, over 24 hours. I'm and- just going to say that's not fair. What? That you have to go through all Double. of that first. <laughs> and then, and then have have a, well, is anything fair about parenthood? I mean, no, I don't know. But I'm just saying. <laughs> no, that's very anyway. sweet. Um, but really important to see a pelvic floor therapist, I'd say right around eight weeks. Um, don't have this idea that you shouldn't just because you had a C-section. It's almost more important. I peed my pants for years because I didn't realize I needed pelvic floor therapy. Um, and then the other piece to that is uh, getting really light, as light as possible to get um, really light strollers uh, or carriers. Um, but the strollers for me, so I had a Bob, a runner Bob, and it was awesome. It was this amazing stroller, but it was probably the heaviest thing out there. And it was I mean, now looking back, it was probably pretty dangerous, pretty, pretty brutal on my body, moving it in and out of the trunk of my car. Um, so that's just a good reminder. You know, if you already got a stroller at your shower because you thought it had X, Y, and Z, if it is not light, you sell that baby and you go get a light one. <laughs> well, it's funny too, because we had, I had a couple in here, um, a couple weeks ago and they brought their new baby in and um, the dad made a comment at the end. He's like, yeah. And everybody will try to sell you on a Nuna, <laughs> a Nuna convertible seat. And I was like, well, they are the lightest on the market. <laughs> those, okay. Those are incredible. They really are. They yeah. are amazing. Tons, yes. tons. And yes. it used to be when I was having babies, it was the Upa baby oh, and the yeah. Nuna was kind of in, and there it's like less than a pound difference, but that's what I said to the dad. He's like, yes. and everybody, like, you mean, <laughs> but that was funny. Cause my husband would be like, what's a Nuna? <laughs> but yes, it's important. It's those are so selling points. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that's more important than people ever even realize. Absolutely. You know, I don't Absolutely. feel like you, you hear a lot about the recovery part of that. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Anything else ladies? This was awesome. Like, okay. Wait, wait, actually I have a question. What are some other, like, you know, since we're a little bit more in the holistic realm with a lot of things that we do, what are, are like, the, what did you do? Are there any like herbs or teas or lotions like things like that, that oh, that's a good question like, I do want to go into this oh, and yeah. I want you to talk Dr. Jesse because this is something you kind of recently started exploring and I want to say this is not like right after birth this is not even six or eight weeks but down the road with your scar I think it's also important to have that conversation with women to not be afraid of your scar not being oh, afraid so to get in there with some she doesn't have babies yet I don't I know. have children I, it's incredible. Like, this is what yeah. I'm learning yeah. I wish I had past self you know <laughs> so, but like getting in there with, and you can speak to this more but like a coconut oil or something Yes. I'll let you take the reins on that one. Cause no, that would have probably been the direction I went with this. Yeah. Um, the, the scar itself is seemingly kind of eerie. Um, and you feel like you shouldn't touch it. Like you're going to do damage and it's yeah. quite the opposite. You almost want to be in there starting with like a light massage. I'd say coconut oil, like you just did. Yeah. Somebody actually told me the other day, you want to be careful with peppermint oil, but it's very soothing. Sure something like that. Um, but you can choose your oils, uh, but coconut oil is so nice. Cause it's just a good like, like a lubricant. Lavender, maybe too, lavender would be really nice. Um, but to actually get in the scar, lightly massage it. Um, don't be afraid of acupuncture for that same reason, mm-hmm. but then also get like a washcloth and kind of scuff it across the scar. Um, and then what I've been doing lately, and I would truly wait till about a year out to do this, but I've been, I bought my own silicone cups for cupping and I cup my scar That's amazing. every night when I'm going to bed and I do it for about, 
probably like seven to eight minutes, but again, I'm 10 years out, but it's not being afraid of your scars. Like what you were talking about, Dr. Page, I, I think is probably one of the most important components. And then from there, you can go into working your transverse abdominis because for a lot of women, that space below the scar ends up looking like a fupa. Like it's brutal because you have no functionality and you have to learn how to wake it up. Um, and it's really, really difficult. Well, so. Pilates was something that you really enjoyed. Yeah. Again, yeah. this is a little further into the healing process. Right. Yes. Kind of ready yes, to do it is. Some more things. But it's good to hear this too for it the is. person that's going through it and like, I would agree. what is happening. Absolutely. What can we do? Like, is it going to be like this forever? Yes. Yep. I would agree. Because they train you how to really target those low, low abdominals, which is hard for women in general. Never mind after your abdominals have been completely severed. Yes. So that's yeah. absolutely the truth. And that's why men, unfortunately, have the rock hard abs and women struggle. <laughs> <laughs> different. Your body's different. Yeah, it's it's yeah. so true. Okay, we have to wrap it up because yeah. we could talk forever. <laughs> um, but thank you. This was I think this will be really helpful. And just to give other people hope that like it's like you just birthed the baby. Like, yes. And you're, you're not amazing. alone, but be nice to yourself. You just made yes. a human. A yeah. human just came out of and you. take your time. Yes, take your time. Okay, yeah. thank you all for joining in and stay tuned for another episode of Motherhood Weekly. Thank you for listening to another episode of Motherhood Weekly. Stay tuned for new episodes. Thank you.